What's up, Internet? Welcome to Equals 3, the number nope, one. stop. <laughs> Start over. Hey, what's up, everyone? Welcome to Henry Kissinger's Pokemon Going to Die, Not a Threat. Just a fact. Uh, it's the number one leftism podcast for the Terminally Online. I'm Sarah, a.k.a. Definitely not stalling to look for... A.k.a. Joe Bidet. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm Sam, aka Joe Biden, but Joe stands for jacking off every day. <laughs> go to get that. They, uh, he should have done like a team up with Secret Life of the American Teenager. Get the go to joe.org. Go to joe.org. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Free from network presents why you should vote for Biden. Oh, God. So, what's up? How you been? I've been good. God, I haven't been on this podcast in a minute, huh? Yeah, you've been busy. I mean, not really. Just things keep coming up specifically on the days of recording. Yeah, that also happens. Um, yeah, I moved into a new place, which I highly recommend. That might be my light bringer this week. Of just moving out of your place with your shitty abusive roommate and move into a new place that's in a very gay part of town. Ooh. With good, res- with good restaurants. Wow. Restaurants. Yeah. I'm living the high life and it only cost me a little bit of a bump in rent. What do you got? Like a like a like a Chipotle, a Burger King, two Burger Kings actually. Whoa! Actually, uh, they're Burger Queens. Now that's gay. <laughs> okay. Can I say that? Is that okay? I don't know. I don't know either. All right, that's the kind of energy we got going on tonight. Uh, I can fuck with this. Um. <laughs> Anyways, welcome to episode 64, the Nintendo one of Henry Kissinger's Pokemon Go to Die. Another threat, just a fact. Oh um, shit, I don't have any gaming ready. Fuck. Um uh I'm gonna take a I'm gonna take a big slow sip of this water and not be surprised at all by whatever you have to say. I just I was I wasn't prepared for this to be a gamers episode. But so my my gamer news is actually a story from last week that I kinda wanted to talk about, uh, because it's a scene that I sort of follow very closely. Um are you at all familiar with the esports team of Echo Fox? No. Um, it's the esports team that, like, Sonic Fox is on, they've got, like, a League of Legends team, there's a couple, there's, like, a whole bunch of, like, top-level fighting game players, like, To Kill Sage on that team as well, uh, Mewtwo King, I, he at least was at one point on that team, if not currently is, but anyways, none of those- Mewtwo King, I gotta say, when you said, when you said Echo Fox, I was like, I mean, I think that has something to do with Sonic Fox, but I assumed that I was just having a grandpa moment. <laughs> yeah, no, you, you, your grandpa moment was correct, but, um, anyways- Echo Fox um, is owned by former basketball man Rick Fox, uh, who is, uh, not to sound like I'm deifying a rich person or anything, but he is, like, one of the only esports team owners that, like, actually cares about his players in a boots-on-the-ground way. Like, he is seen interacting with them on a frequent basis. There's this really nice, uh, like, photo set of him wearing Sonic Fox's fursuit, which is very funny to me. Cause oh, he's shit. Because like, Sonic Fox is extremely small, and Rick Fox is, like, six foot twelve. Hmm. And it's just very good. But anyways, so I bring this up because it's good. I like Rick. I like Echo Fox. That's the end of the story. No. Um, so uh, last week, I, a uh, news story broke that Rick Fox made a, Rick Fox made a statement that he was leaving uh, Echo Fox, which is a team that he kind of poured his heart and soul into. I only mentioned the stuff about him, like being boots on the ground and caring about his team, because that's, you know, it, it's relevant to this. He cares about this organization, which he is now leaving. And the reason that he is leaving is because a shareholder uh, uh, from Vision Venture Partners, the guy's name is Amit Raizada, uh, apologies, uh, referred to both him, both him, Rick Fox, and the CEO of Echo Fox, Jace Hall, who are both black men, with racial epithets. 
Mm. And I only mention this stuff about like Rick Fox really caring about the team because like I I imagine that his decision to lead this team is something he would take lightly. Like I imagine he would have had to have fought tooth and nail with like Echo Fox to get this person out of involvement somehow before he took the action of stepping down but the shareholders are more important than literally anything yeah um and it's i i all concede that i don't really know how the money aspect of all that works but it still seems a little bit fucked that they're that the response is just well it's money but i mean i guess that's capitalism Um, yeah i mean that's pretty much how it goes like i think that any any company will will value the shareholders above everything else yeah i mean you're not wrong um and what's what's weird is that um recently uh, a couple days after uh uh, amit rezada uh he copped referring to uh jace hall the ceo as such but staunchly denies ever doing so in reference to rick fox oh so he only did it (laughs) once so it's fine (laughs) I mean, yeah, it's like the the rule of threes, and he's just getting that extra one. Yeah, he's you got can that say it two more times before it's bad. Well, he can say it one more time, and the third time it's racist. Right, 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 right. But right, the first right, two right, times right. just uh, just test run. Well, I mean, this is this is a uh, an esports thing, so it like you're you're allowed a few heated gaming moments. Well, I mean, I, I know you meant that as a joke, but like esports players are definitely like held to a greater standard than a lot of like streamers are like if something if like if pewdiepie was like on an esports team or if ninja was on an esports team or something like they would uh, to as far as i'm aware they would not be given the same amount of leniency that they are given that they just are based on a fan base man that has not been my uh my experience with uh dota at all yeah dota, Dota's you, can, do- you can Dota's do anything dip. in dota Dota's definitely a horse of a different color now that I think about it. That does remind me of like one of the time, the time like one of the best League of Legends players got a f- like a four month, just like got a four month suspension for just like typing some of the most virulently rate, like, like t- anti Taiwanese racism I have ever seen. Yeah. Um, God, yeah, but- that's such a fucking thing in, in like competitive multiplayer games that just like, like sort of, I don't know what you'd call it, like nationalized racism is just, like, mimetic. Like, in in Dota, it's always, like, people are shitting on Brazil and uh, fucking lots of, uh, like, Chilean stuff. It's just very... And it's just, like, it's so normal that nobody really, like... I mean, you you can say that you don't like it, but then everyone just calls you a cuck and downvotes you. Yeah, and then tells you to go mid and... Then you, then when you die, everyone uh, reports you in the post. I haven't played Dota in a year, so I don't know what I'm saying here. <laughs> hey, nobody ever lets you go mid. <laughs> um, but so, uh, like a day ago, uh, some emails, sur- uh, some more emails surfaced by Rizada, the uh, the guy who wrote the emails from Vision Venture Partners, um, and they said um, there will be quote, and this is in all caps. I'm not going to shout it, but this is in all caps from here on out. No deal on anything. If and if Rick does not do his duties, I'll personally fuck him and his family for the rest of my life in any way possible. So you know, I that perfectly- say, I mean, just he's just sounding more and more innocent. I got, I, yeah, like he just sounds like you know, threatening family on top of everything else, just like you know, making it pers- as personal as physically possible. 
It's great. Um, and Rizada has been trying to, uh, un, uh, uh, bury his shit by pushing press releases that are, like, praising his business acumen to a bunch of websites in order to unfuck his SEO so that the first thing you see when you Google him is not, right, guy call, guy refers to black man with, black men with racial epithets. God. Um, and- I mean, that's typical of someone who works for a company called Vision Venture Partners. Yeah, like, what? What is Vision Venture Partners? Like, I mean, I assume it's, like, venture capitalism and they just invest in shit. They don't have a Wikipedia page, so I don't know anything about them. So, I can't I can't do any research if they don't have a wiki. Damn it. Yeah. Foiled again. Yeah. Um, one other interesting uh, cl- uh, uh, footnote to this is that the person who's, like, breaking all the news on this story is Richard fucking Lewis. I don't know if that's a name you're familiar with. It's I've heard both of those names as names. Richard, yeah, okay. Um, Richard Lewis is infamous for being just a gargant. Like he is. These these are very credible reports because Richard Lewis has provided believable report, credible reporting for many years. But he's also a gargantuan piece of shit who assaulted someone at the backstage of one of the internationals. I think. Yeah. Yeah. It's. I just wish literally anyone else was breaking this story. Like, he, he's, he's literally so bad that he is, like, he is, he was, back when the League of Legends forums, like, were bigger than the subreddit, he was banned from discussion on that subreddit, uh, on the forums. Wow. Yeah, you, you had to, you had, there were, there that's, were, like. That's gotta that was, be a high bar to clear. <laughs> he is one of four people who has been, like, permitted from, from the, from that, from those forums. Holy shit. Um. But yeah, so that's that story. It's still kind of developing as far as I know. Um, I think Rick Fox is still, like, on paper, I think he is still with Echo Fox. I would honestly, like, I, you know, all all millionaires are bastards. But, like, as far as, like, eSports team owner goes, this guy seemed like a genuinely nice guy who, like, gave a genuine shit about his players, Mm -hmm. which is... I mean, it's a more low than you can say for a lot of esports. Yeah, like you, like you look at any other esports team. You look at like Counter Logic Gaming. You look at Team Solo Mid. You look at Immortals. I don't know who owns those companies. Well, I know who owns TSM, but that's because he used to play in the, uh, irrelevant. I don't know who owns those companies. But like Rick Fox is out there. He is. He cares about his players. He is like he he is invested in his team in a way that the other in the way that other owners are just treating it like a business venture, which is ironic because. When Rick Fox originally purchased the team and renamed them to Echo Fox, everyone just kind of thought this was him just trying to cash in and not, like, do anything. Mm-hmm. But I digress. So that's the gamer moment. There's some other gamer news from this people. We're not going to talk about it because I don't want to talk about Pro Jared's dick. Yeah, that's uh, what I mean. What is there to say about that? Yeah, really not much of anything. I, I've been seeing nonstop tweets about it. None of them have been good or funny. Yeah. Um, I do just want to say that it does rule that, um, uh, as, as we all know, uh, making fun of people's appearances is bad because you do not, you, that, that is the easiest way to get friendly fire, you know, like say, not that you would ever do this, Sam, but like you make fun of like the president because he is fat. I, a fat person feel bad about my body because I've been caught in the crossfire there, but apparently pro Jared is just unattractive enough that that doesn't apply. So... I guess there's thresholds of respect being deserved online. Right. That is always really frustrating to me. Like I, I've been a shithead in the past and I've certainly engaged in that kind of thing. Like 
it's just there's so many like celebrities it's like oh it's fine to like make fun of this celebrity's appearance because they're a celebrity but it's like you don't know who might hear that that looks like the person you know yeah if you're like oh man that actor's shitty chin and then i'm just sitting here like oh man I got the same Think about chin. my feelings is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> Think of, uh, when, listen, when, I mean, you that, make, that, when you make I'm fun a bad of example the, because I'm physically perfect from head to toe, but right, of course. But when you make fun of the crimson chin, you're making fun of Sam, right? <laughs> when you um, when you make fun of uh, Day Trader Vader, you're you're hurting me. Oh, <laughs> uh, do you want to talk about some really infuriating shit though? For once. Are you ready to fucking get into the shit? Because that was like that's the that's probably the lighthearted that's the lightest hearted we're gonna be for the next at least forty minutes. So that was a nice a nice little um ap- appetizer for me coming yeah. back to the podcast. Yeah, and it's great that the appetizer is just like a man making threat, uh, a man refer- calling other like a, a man calling like just racial slurs being thrown around and fa- threatening family. Right, just just the light stuff. Yeah, that's the light stuff. Um. So, you want to talk about this fucking heartbeat, Bill? (laughs) So, we talked... If I'm not mistaken, we talked about this a little while ago. I don't remember if I was on the episode, but in essence, it's a bill that was going through the processes in Georgia um, that would make it illegal to get an abortion after a heartbeat can be detected in an embryo, which is about six weeks. Yeah, aka um, before... Most anyone would know that they're pregnant. Yeah, by that time, you're very, un- you're kind of, like, you probably won't even recognize that you haven't had a period yet. Like, that you haven't missed your period yet. Um, well, I-, I don't exactly know how in check, like, the general population of people with vaginas are with their, with their calendar. But, like, I feel like it's pretty reasonable to believe that, like... I don't know. The absence of something like that is very hard to, would be very, right. notice, would not be very noticeable. Yeah. I would, I just hope that people in Georgia are really on top of it now because yeah. fucking yikes. They're going to have to be in 2020. Um, and, uh, so yeah, jo- uh, Georgia governor Kemp signed the bill making it illegal on, uh, it was earlier today or yesterday, uh, at the time of this recording. Um, and the state representative, Ed Setzler, spoke at the signing, uh, saying that, quote, a preschooler would call a six-week embryo a baby. And like, What does that mean? A preschooler would call, like, chocolate milk an important part of their diet. Like, what? why are we listening to preschoolers? <laughs> why are we listening to preschoolers about this stuff? We need to, we need to look to... It's, it's just a famous thing everybody knows is that wisdom comes with youth. And we should be getting our policy from four-year-olds. Like, I mean, that's not even what. What, the, if, what does that mean? A preschooler would call it? Did he survey preschoolers? I didn't know what an embryo was until I was like twelve. And a maybe preschool, like if if you, I know we're to, getting, I know we're getting hung up on semantics here. Where like the real monstrosity is this fucking like assault yeah, on reproductive yeah. rights. But it's, well, I, I love it's to just, get hung up on semantics, but mostly too. I'm just imagining just some fucking Republican walking around, going up to preschoolers with a microphone, being like pointing it, pointing it like a pregnant belly, and being like, "Do you know what's in there?" <laughs> Sir, for one dollar, name a zygote. <laughs> um, and uh, this is probably a violation of Roe vs. Wade, 
which means that this is almost certainly the la- not the last we're hearing of this, uh, as there are already like people gearing up to challenge this legally um, in the state of Georgia. And uh, I c- there is definitely a path that this takes. So I c- there's definitely a path I can foresee this taking to the Supreme Court. In which right. case, that's that's the thing that's so scary really about scary. this. Yeah. That like, yeah, by fighting this, you're kind of they've just set it up because they have so much of the power. Like they can kind of do whatever they want, and then if they introduce illegal policies then the courts that they control will just say, actually... Actually, the old law, that's busted. The new law, that's that good shit. Yeah. Do you ever... Like, I, when I was in, like, uh, the waiting room of doctor's office, like, five, six years ago, I just... There was this Time magazine, I think, or, like, a Newsweek or one of those magazines cover that just said, like, how we won... A, how we struck the biggest landmark victory for abortion rights in the... What was that? What ones were we away? The 70s? I don't know. I wasn't born yet, so it didn't happen. Uh, but I mean, it, it always just, happened. The opposite it, effect. Basically, it just kind of brought into, like, I. how did Roe v. Wade happen, and then we've had nothing but setbacks since? I just, like, logically, that just does not make sense. Like, is it just everyone trying to work backwards from, like, we, like, it was, do, is that just, like, seen as an overreach that the Republicans have been trying to correct for the last, like, 40 uh, years? I mean, not so much an overreach as not overreach. they don't want it. Well, yeah, obviously. Yeah, I mean, I think, I think that is it. Just, like, everything happened to line up that we managed to get that through. And probably since the moment it happened, Republicans have been just dreaming of when they can undo it. I mean, think of think of like anything that the Republicans have done since Trump was elected. Like that's how they feel is how we feel about that. Like as soon as as soon as yeah. the left has power over anything, we're going to fucking undo as much as we possibly can. And that's, <laughs> yeah, that's where that's, they're at. I mean, that's a pretty nice fever dream Sam thinking that the left will ever have power over anything in our busted political system because it's well. just I, not to be a not Here to be a de- is all I'm not, saying. Not to be a Debbie Downer. I just I have no faith in the Democrats to put forth anything good or to like let anything like I feel like even if we get like leftists introducing stuff on like the Senate floor that like it will just get shot down by centrist Dems trying to reach across the aisle and set up a buffer for when the I, Republicans are back in power. I agree, and I don't think it's going to happen anytime soon. But the Democrats are getting older and older and older, and they're going to die. They are gonna die, not a threat, just a fact. Yeah, that's 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 life. That's the podcast. Yep, bye. Uh yeah, but uh like we said, that goes into effect in twenty twenty. So it's a bummer. Yeah, not great. There's there's some other um uh uh, uh abortion stuff going uh laws flying around right now in I believe Alabama, and there's something on the docket that would uh uh, make it make it like getting an illegal abortion punishable by like ninety nine years in prison. I can't it, remember. I, I don't have. I, the... I, it, it's not getting the abortion. It's performing the abortion. Oh, the doctor performing the. Okay, that's great. <sighs> yeah. And while we're on the topic of just bullshit legislature, I also saw another like thing appended into the footnotes of uh, I think it was the same Alabama thing that would like jail women for false rape accusations if they oh accuse my someone god of that would that would uh if someone if they accuse someone of sexual assault and they are found not and they are not found guilty by a court of law they would be let off the hook entirely but i i don't really have too many details about that i'm just gonna pull that up real quick. i'm just gonna pull up a story real quick on that just to sure. get some because what, what the big ass. issue is that 
people feel just too eager to report. That's the famous problem, right? Yeah, exactly. Um, God, Reddit fucking poisoned the universe, huh? Yeah. Uh, Thanks, Spez. Uh, it, it's Alab- it was in Alabama. So Thanks, Alabama. Thanks, Alabama. Uh, yeah, uh, Pluralist.com reports that uh, Alabama introduces bill meant to target anyone falsely accusing se- uh, someone of a sex crime. God, that's the fucking... The fucking Reddit bill, they might as well just call it. Jesus Christ. Um, I, I'm going to look at the front page of Pluralist uh, just to see what the hell their whole thing is, because uh, it looks... I'm going to uh, look at the front page of Reddit. <laughs> I, uh, there's a... Yeah, okay, I think this might be a far-right website, because the, uh... There is uh, an uh, an interstitial in the middle of this article. I did not use the word interstitial properly there, but I digress. Um, but there's a thing in the middle of this article that says, Watch, Dan Crenshaw gets called a Nazi, promptly owns college liberal. And if Don't so mind I, if I do. <laughs> Dan Crenshaw, the fucking Metal Gear Solid ass boss. Ugh. So I'm looking at, uh, at the front page of Reddit. Right, right, yep, front page of the internet. Uh... Now get this. In addition to getting uh, a slant of sardines, uh, Sargon of Akkad has been suspended from... He's been demonetized on YouTube, so that's good. Yeah. Uh, do, are you also subscribed to reddit.com slash r slash gamergazi? I am. Wow. Synchronicity, because that's also on my front page of Reddit. Ben Shapiro storms out of BBC interview. I'm popular oh, and no we- one's ever heard of you. <laughs> talk about that for a little bit i need some brevity before we get into this next couple of things because it's fucking these next couple of things is rough sure I've, I've i've got a few things in the i didn't put them in the doc because i forgot but i have some it things happens. if you need a break um but <laughs> yeah maybe the ben shapiro thing should be saved for the end because we got some we can just like do the ben shapiro jacob wool things back to back yeah i don't know either of those so um, um i wanted to talk about <laughs> do you remember when GoFundMe build the wall? Oh yes, I remember when GoFundMe build the wall. How much money did they get again? Oh shit. Uh, fuck. Let me look that up real quick. I think I think it was like ten million dollars, aka that basically right. nothing. That can't. They were going for a billion, right? I mean, they. Were, I think they were going for a billion, which <laughs> would have set the set goal was a billion. That what they were going for was whatever they could, whatever they could steal from other gullible MAGA idiots. Yeah. Okay. So they they made it to twenty two million dollars. Which of, what was their goal? Uh, one billion. Yeah. One billion of the I think like sixteen billion. Hey, hey Sam. Cost to build the wall. Hey Sam. Uh huh. One billion dollars. <laughs> <laughs> I love films. I did the yeah. I me. I call it movie ball. Oh, I call it films. I've always ah, said this. Films. Uh, yeah, twenty-two million dollars would build, I think, approximately like five inches of wall. Which I mean, better not to build any, but yeah. So yeah, the, the fucking the GoFundMe went nowhere. I mean, twenty-two million dollars, but effectively nowhere and then um i think because there was like all of this there was the sort of controversy of like can the government accept money from a gofundme which is a horrible thought uh because that's just like opening the door for blatant money laundering if that's the right word which it probably isn't um just 
I, I, I have right here a, uh, a billion dollar donation from a GoFundMe started by Kenry Hissinger. Thank you. <laughs> thank you, Kenry. Uh, I couldn't do it without your support. Uh, so the, the GoFundMe basically like formed an organization, uh, called We Build the Wall, which was. <laughs> Would they just be like? Would they just be walking to the uh, U.S. Mexican border with just like, uh, just like a, a fucking what's the word for like the the thing that you spread like the mortar with? I can't remember the word for it. A trowel? Is that the word? I thought trowel. No, was like a that's not what thing. that is. A spade? Mm. Uh, no, it's a shovel. Yeah, a spready. Yeah, they're just walking to the shower with sh- the <laughs> okay, <laughs> walking to the shower. Yeah, they're just walking to the. This episode walking, would be titled "Walking to the Shower with a Spready." <laughs> walking to the, just walking to the U.S. American uh, border with a brick in one hand and a trowel in the other. Like, is that just their intent, or like, are they all just going to each one by one carry a single very tall spike <laughs> and just plop it in there? So th- their actual plan was okay. that they were going to because they. I guess the the conclusion that they came to was no, we can't just give GoFundMe money to the government to build the wall. So they formed this organization called We Build the Wall, which was going to use that GoFundMe money to buy like private property on the border and then just build a wall on it. Now, I don't know if you know how big the border is. Um, I've been told it's at least like a mile long. Yeah, it's about five miles. And okay. Good, good, good. Okay. Twenty-two million dollars. Ah. That'll that'll build about an inch of wall. I already said that. So no, but like the 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 thing is, because of government things, and probably because they wanted to build a wall, like the like basically all of the property along the border is already owned by the government. So oh. so they formed this organization. To, to direct this money into building the wall on, like, patches of private property, and it, it appears that they can't find any. <laughs> <laughs> Sam, have you ever, have you ever seen that, that, that meme video of, like, the, the radio broadcaster with, like, he, he's missing a bunch of his teeth, and he's just, like, laughing at the top of his lungs, and just, like, getting three words in, and then just bursting out in fits of laughter? No, I haven't. It sounds good. I have a video to link you. Um... Let's watch a video. Find, yeah, let's watch a video. Uh, guy laughing meme. <laughs> guy laughing meme. Uh, he's speaking Spanish. It's a, uh, yeah, here we go. Oh this, shit, it is a trowel. I'm a fucking genius. Yeah, it is a trowel. I just posted it in podcast chat. All right, let me just watch this entire video. See you in two minutes and 13 seconds, everyone. <laughs> I think you'll get the gist of it. Uh, put, 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 put a sound clip of the guy. Uh, Alex, when you're editing, can you just like put a sound clip of the guy laughing in here so the people who know what I'm talking about know what the fuck I'm talking about? Because I just described it in the worst way possible. Wow, that's a laugh. What was the... (laughs) Relevance the, con- of that. The, con- the context of that is that like that's just me listening to you tell that entire story. <laughs> well, the story's not over because okay, I'm still laughing. What I said about the uh, they can't find the land to buy is sort of a generous reading, considering that uh, the the creator of the GoFundMe 
is like a known grifter. <laughs> okay. So he has he has been like involved in like notorious like Facebook hoax pages and I think he's had other GoFundMe's that just took a bunch of people's money and then oh shit no. He uh he was involved in some kind of fundraiser or he like organized some fundraiser to raise money for like uh hospital veterans programs and then he just took the money <laughs> which is cool cuz he's a veteran <laughs> so yeah, I, I mean i guess it was, he it, it was for a veteran it, it yeah, didn't I say guess, which one yeah i mean i guess he wasn't lying but <laughs> yeah yeah so, so actually uh it turns out he wasn't lying and we have no choice but to stand so uh um, yeah I, mr. Guess, I guess we mr stand. mr gofundme the wall uh we <laughs> uh respect we respect you and uh we salute you yeah so if you if you go to uh facebook.com slash we we build the wall you can just look at any of their posts and find like angry right-wing people being like i gave you 15 dollars damn it build that wall i bought you two bricks (laughs) right (sighs) how dare you i gave you that trowel um, in the middle of that story, I just kind of had, like, a weird, stark realization, which is that I have not, like, maybe it's just because I haven't been, like, listening when he's talked about it, but I haven't heard Trump mention the wall in, like, ever since the government shutdown ended, I feel like? I don't know. He might, he might, I wouldn't be surprised if he's still talking about it and people have just stopped listening to him. I mean, maybe, yeah. Hey, I, I'm gonna, I, I, you know what, you can put me on blast for this all you want, because I've, I've admitted that I don't listen to this podcast. <laughs> before sure i have just so many podcasts on my list you know um so i don't know if this was talked about before so i'm sorry if if this is repeating content but did you you see when donald trump said that he's the youngest person (laughs) i did and i did not believe that was talked about basically he's baby He what also, was it? His um, words were like, I'm so young. I can't believe it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, some, I am a some, young, vibrant man. Someone asked him, like, is Joe Biden too old to be president? And he, right, was, and he right. just like, like, he just did that thing where he just like doesn't say anything. He's like, his words come out of his mouth, but he doesn't say anything for like a right. minute. And then someone's like, <laughs> so well, young, about, I can't believe it. But what about you? You're pretty, you're pretty up there. And he's like, uh, many people are saying I am the youngest person um, did you see that story that came out today that he about that golf thing that he did? No, I, I didn't. Not a, not a story really, but it's just like a really stupid fucking thing that just it's really just a, a fart in the ventilator in the grand scheme of things. No but, problem, um, I'm gonna love it. Yeah. So um, there was a tournament on one of Trump's uh, a golf tournament on one of Trump's courses recently, and the guy who won the tournament was golfing at that course uh, a couple of weeks later with his son. And, like, on, like, the, the 12th hole or something, they ran into Trump, and they, like, went up and talked to him, and Trump was like, yeah, I w- you wouldn't have won that tournament if I was there, and then the guy was just like, yeah, yeah, I'm sure, and then Trump, and then Trump was like, we're gonna play the rest of these six holes for the tournament. What? And then, um, on, like, the 14th hole, um, Trump hit his ball into the, into the water, and both, uh, the dad and his son landed the ball on the green, and then... Trump squared up behind one of the balls on the green and said, uh, and his caddy said, no, 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 the president hit his ball on the green. Your son's ball went in the water. Oh, my God. Yeah, I mean, there have been a lot of, like, like so other stupid. millionaire, billionaire fuckers who have, like, epic owned Trump by being like, 
actually, I've played golf with him, and he cheats all the time. And, like, fuck them, they're also horrible people. But, like, it seems like Trump is notoriously not particularly good at golf. But he's also not particularly young, and he did say that he's a young, vibrant man. So I guess I'm starting to, I'm, you know, I'm starting to think that that Donald Trump, as I like to call him, uh-huh. I don't he think he's. A, hands. I don't think he, he. Oh shit! Really? Yeah. Wow. He got he got some tiny ass hands. Um, you want to get to the next topic? Say. Yeah. What? Me too. Me too. Want to get to the next topic? Yeah. Uh, Mr. Mike Monetize the Rod Pompeo says that the melting of sea ice is good, actually, because it means we can do trade faster. Hey, if there's more, if the oceans are more, if they're, if the if water get tall, then boat, there's more boat. Yeah. Uh, he claims that the, uh, the melting of the, po- uh, of, uh, uh, ice, uh, the, just like the melting of ice in the, nor- in like the northern part of the world means that we can get there you can reduce the time it takes to travel between asia and the west by as much as 20 days right because if say just just to throw out an example if japan is underwater you don't have to go around it yeah exactly yeah it's uh that's that's uh that's uh, i don't have a joke i thought i had a joke i, I kind of like laid out the runway and i ran out of track in no the jokes here just sentence. just cold hard facts like we always just- have on this here podcast those cold hard facts. He called them the 21st century. He called these ice these ice meltings into new trade routes the 21st century Suez and Panama canals. Yeah, God is making canals for us. Which didn't we do some fucked up shit in no. Suez and Panama to get those canals? I don't think that Mike Pompeo thinks so. What? <sighs> we had I a just... man. We had a plan. We made a canal, and we spoke softly and carried a big stick. And we did that. What's what? That wasn't was was the Panama Canal not during Teddy Roosevelt's? Oh, tenure? I I don't know enough about anything to know that. You're right, yeah, though. Uh, Teddy Roosevelt. Uh, Teddy Roosevelt. If I'm not mistaken, Teddy Roosevelt's uh, thing. His policy was speak softly and carry a big stick, which means oh, so make people think that you're that you're a sweet boy, but then hit them with a stick. Yeah, just like no one will, no one will, no, you don't have to be loud if you have a big gun. He's funny badass, though. Cracked writes articles of him. Yeah, he, he's funny badass. Uh, he invented the teddy bear, uh, so it's impossible to say whether things are good or bad. Right, I think he's epic. Yeah. Um, Pompeo also said that Trump was committed to, quote, leveraging resources and environmental and environmentally responsible ways, which. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking, Nobody speaking. has ever been more environmentally responsible than rich people in the 21st century. Um, speaking of leveraging resources in environmentally responsible ways, uh, Biden wants to do that because he wants to find a middle ground climate policy. Can I take a big shit on Joe Biden's real face? Uh, yeah, just hold on a second because it's great because the Democrats just have the most milk toast plan to fix this, which is to give tax credits to anyone who does not actively participate in coal rolling. But Sam, wow, go ahead. that'll do it. I don't even know what the fuck a tax credit is, and at this point, I don't give enough of a shit to ask. A tax credit is when you get tax money for you to have. And oh you- boy, thirty dollars. Yay! I'm in. I'm I can buy a whole new planet with that. Like the tax credits is just extremely funny when just like all of like the ma- the biggest corporations in the states just don't pay taxes. I, 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 I the tax credits is just such a 
It's such an incentive when you don't Who pay taxes. Who thinks that anybody hears tax credits and gets a big fat boner? Like the like we we hate movies voice. Who could give a shit? It's just it's I, not good, folks. It's not. I, I'm here to say uh, my name is Sarah, and I'm here to say it's not very good in a major way. I just don't. I, I don't know if the Democrats like sincerely believe that they're like. We'll offer them tax credits. That'll do it. They'll love that. Or if it's just like the least offensive thing they can the line do between their corporate interests. And exactly. Yeah. Like um, I, I just I don't know if they if they truly are buying their own bullshit. I guess is what yeah. I'm saying, but it doesn't um, really matter. Biden's uh, Biden's uh, corporate interests in this case are uh, Biden's climate plan, plan is being developed by Heather Zichel. Zichel, I, I apologize for butchering that last name. Uh, who was on the board of the fossil fuel company Chenier until the middle of 2018. Oh, the people who did it. Yeah, the people who did the whole damn thing. Yeah, I gotta say, I've been... I I, I, I think... Now, I don't know if I'm giving Biden too much credit here. I don't know if he's doing this on purpose or if this is just, like, who he is. But his campaign strategy seems to be, like, legitimately, if I troll and own the left and the millennials then it'll rile up the old like, liberals like me just troll and then and they'll own, like me just troll and own the most important demographic going into this possibly the most important <sighs> dem- democratic but demographic I, going into this election whatever who gives a yeah shit? Nah, i don't think it matters but i've got yeah i've got some examples of of biden's finest lately all right let's he's this is just like what he does yeah so there's the incredible looking for a middle ground on climate policy. Yep. Like maybe we can compromise between the, the contra the continents going underwater and they don't. Yeah. Like we are like <clears throat> scientists pretty much are just saying like, yeah, we got to fix, we got to unfuck our shit radically. If we don't want to just have like just permadeath. Yeah. Then we got, um, this was, uh, this was a few weeks ago. He said, I'm not Bernie Sanders. I don't think 500 billion billionaires are the reason why we're in trouble. The folks at the top are not bad guys. Wealthy Americans are just as patriotic as poor folks. Because that, sure. like, hits all of the, all of that sort of, like, 70-year-old, like, yeah, the you got, you got patriotic. You got the folks at the top are not bad. Like, I'm not Bernie Sanders. Like, he, he really is just just all of his sound bites are things that you would love if you're like a middle-aged to senior citizen who voted for Hillary and loves to post minions on Facebook. Yeah. He's going for the some e-cards demographic. Yeah. Ugh. Ugh. I got another one here. Sure. The <laughs> And this is this is I assure you this is not taken out of context. Mhm. <laughs> he says the younger generation now tells me how tough things are. Give me a break. Pause for laughter as the audience literally laugh and applaud. I have no empathy. <laughs> I mean, when someone tells you who they are, believe them. Right, like, he, he's, he's literally just shitting on millennials to get people... It's because it's up. epic, Sam. If you consider that it's epic, though. no, I know it's epic. That's why I'm hurt and offended and 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 but frustrated or whatever Reddit says. Yeah, we got one more. Uh, just was it just him, saying, was it him saying that John Mc- was it him saying that John McCain was not a bad guy? <laughs> no, that's I'm not reading his tattoo. This <laughs> is and and it's like you said when someone tells you who they are, believe them. So this is yeah. actually the 
this will have you rethink it because he says, I'm told to get criticized by the new left. I have the most progressive record of anybody running. <sighs> so actually when it, when in that light, he's good. So, um, got to hear from both sides. How does Anita Hill feel about that progressive record? Just a quick question there, Joey. Probably pretty good. Yeah, I uh, remember that Joe Biden's latest apology tour is him just saying, I wish I could have done anything to help when he was literally on the, like, he was literally on the committee that was in charge of handling that entire thing. Yeah. Just trying to kind of wash his hands of it and hope no one remembers. He just wishes he did have did anything. He just, like, his entire career is just, like, him doing a bad thing and then, like, ten years later saying, no, I was actually on the, I was actually on the good side, if you'll remember correctly. And then every, and then everyone just kind of smiles and nods and they're like, this guy was friends with Obama. I like, yes, yes. Yeah, I've seen funny meme of him eat ice cream and say funny words. Yep, uh, Joe, he, he and Obama, Joe, what is it, bro Biden and Barack Obama gonna say time travel to time save the world. Yeah, I, and I think um oh what was I gonna say? Oh, I'm losing it. Oh shit. Oh no. Uh oh. Uh oh. Oh boy. Oh shucks. Um, there was oh, also shucks. one one more thing about Biden that surfaced recently was a uh, about a ten year old interview where uh, he was asked why Iowa has better schools than DC, and his response was. Literally, that Iowa has has less black people. <sighs> yeah, th th that's the thing with Joe Biden, though, is that he and this is what I was going to say a minute ago before I forgot what I was saying, which is mm -hmm. why I'm making it sound like I'm segueing it, even though it's unrelated to what you just said. Sure. Um, the thing with Joe Biden is that he he does. It, it, I mean, I guess it's basically the same thing with like John McCain types, where they go like, "Oh no, this is terrible." And then they just continue doing whatever. Like, that's what he, he like looks back at. He's like, you know, actually, I was doing good things then. And then he wants to do bad things now, like openly. So I guess it's the opposite of the John McCain thing. But like, like he he'll he'll be like, actually, I think you'll find that I have a very good record on climate change. And now I want to compromise on it. Like, what fucking point are you proving then? It's just so fucking much. I am. He, I, I mean, I. He, I don't know how I'm going to survive this the, until the election, Sam. Well, I mean, Joe Biden's pretty old. Who knows if he'll make it to 2020? Not if it just did. <laughs> Jesus. What? He's like no. fucking 100,000 years old. I know, I know. You just got to... <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, go on. <laughs> continue, to continue to threaten our former vice I'm president. I'm not threatening him. What is has Joe Biden been up to anything ever since his, ever since his tenure as vice president ended? He's just kind of been like chilling. He's been eating funny ice cream and saying memes of online. Oh, cool. Uh, I love to hear it. What um, if Joe Biden said soup time? Oh, God. If Joe Biden said soup time, I might just shuffle off this mortal coil. Like, not, I wouldn't that, commit suicide. Not To be clear, I would not commit suicide. My body would say... <laughs> you, you would just walk away. <laughs> yeah, I would turn 360 degrees and just walk away from this plane of existence. Uh, <sighs> like doing... Uh, fuck, what's... Shit. I can't think of the thing. There's a dance that has shuffle in the name. That's a, that's it. The Cupid Shuffle? The what? The Cupid Shuffle? No, I don't know that one. You don't know the Cupid Shuffle? No. Well, this podcast's over. Sorry. It's okay. Sorry um, we're cutting it short this week. I don't know the Cupid Shuffle. Um, did you have anything else, or do we want to get into the shout-outs? Um... 
Um, no, yeah, I'm, I'm frankly impressed with myself that I managed to go this, this long. We have a handful of shout-outs. We're just going to start with the one that's making me the most fucking mad. Um, so we talked about Castro Semenya last week. Um, if you're not, if you missed that episode, the quick rundown is that Thank you. Ka- Castro Semenya, um, black woman from, uh, from South Africa, uh, 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 a, uh, an, a, an Olympic, le- uh, an Olympic level runner, um, just constantly fucking beating the shit out of everyone else in her races, um, was told by the, uh, IAAF to, uh, that, uh, she had to uh, take testosterone suppressants in order to continue competing with uh, the other woman because she had she was uh, hyperandrogenic, I believe is the word. She just generated a lot of testosterone, which you know it's good and great when men do it, like Michael Phelps producing right, less. That's what every time people talk about this, I'm just like nobody did like science studies to be like I don't think that my I don't think that he should be competing with other humans. The thing, the thing is that, like, for a time, Castro Semenya was, like, forced to run in a similar way. I, I don't think it was exactly the t- testosterone suppressants, but she was, like, forced to run with a handicap for something, for some reason like this. And she still just beat the shit out of everyone. And then, like, that was cleared in 2016, I think. Um, and then, now, now 2019, uh, fucking, Sharp, I think was her name. It doesn't fucking matter what her name was because she's a piece of shit. She just like banded together and started cr- and just started, you know, producing those white woman tears about like a black woman beating her and like. Oh, she was got- this the person who was like, I came first in terms of like she she came she said she like came first in terms of whiteness or something because uh, she placed sixth. Uh, or no, I think I think it was she like she was like first for her national for her like country of origin and like third for white because she placed sixth but there were three black women uh who placed above her anyways the update to this is that the iaaf has now come out and rubbed fucking salt in the wound and said oh but caster somebody can run with the men if she wants which is so fucking infuriating i am so white hot mad about it it is just we we so transphobia hurts it hurts cis people the same way that the patriarchy hurts men, obviously. This is not, like, a thing that needs to be explained to you if you're listening to this podcast. This is one of the ways in which it manifests. Because Castor Semenya is now, like, because, like, the IAF is not even doing this in, like, not that there is a responsible way to do this, but they are not even doing her the barest courtesy of saying, by the way, quashing all those rumors that are floating around about her being a trans woman or intersex. Not that there would be anything wrong with that, to be clear, because some people don't seem to uh, fucking understand that. Not that there would be anything wrong with that if she was, but there are these nasty rumors around the pe- floating around that people are using as a means to attack her. They are accusing her of being a secret trans, which is just fucking grossly transphobic, obviously fucking horrendous, and the IAF is now saying, oh, but she can run with the men if she wants, is just, just adding fuel to this fucking fire and not taking any responsibility for it, just throwing her to the wolves. She's taking this in fucking stride. The, earlier this morning at the time of recording, she posted a picture of her with all of her fucking medals that she has won over her tenure as a, as a runner, and it is just, she was just like, covered in them, and no caption, no nothing, just that picture. She is a fucking icon in this, and she is just, it is so fucking infuriating to see this playing out like this because the IAF is just taking zero responsibility on this. They are just making horrible decisions and just forcing her to either stop running, take medicine to ch- to alter her body's like function, that, 
or God, run with men. So fucked up. It's just fucking infuriating. Like, right. It, I, 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 I hate making reference to Harrison Bergeron because I know right-wingers love Harrison Bergeron, but this is just some Harrison Bergeron bullshit. The idea of, like, you you are too good to be a woman, we need you to do worse so that you can fit with the skill level that we believe women have. Like, right. It's, right. it's so fucking gross and weird. Like, the, it's, I, I mean, this is me saying something that I don't know shit about fuck about, yeah. but like, I've never understood the idea of like dividing because thinking of thinking of like, I, I think that this is how it works in like wrestling and boxing. It's like divided by like weight class, you know, yeah. The general idea basically being like divide people up by who is at a level and position where they should be competing against each other reasonably. Like right. if if dividing it between men and women doesn't work, then why fucking do it? Because I mean, you know the answer to that question, Sam. Yeah, the answer to that yeah. question is sexism. Yeah. And it's just kind of like, well, it's always been that way. But if we change it, then we are just radical loon- left loonies. Women can't ro- women can't do a soccer the same way that men can. Yeah, it's just, and it's just, it's it's just fucking salt in the wound. Like I, the IAF has to be aware of the of the backlash and outcry in response to this, and they're just saying, oh, she doesn't have to stop running. She can keep she can keep running with the men. God. It's just like. I'm sure she'd fucking cream the men, too. That's not the point here, obviously. The point here is just that they're playing into a rhetoric that has surfaced around this fucking phenomenal athlete. Right. <sighs> God. I, I, that's really all I have about Castro Semenya. Um, I hope that the IAF reverses this decision in some way, shape, or form. I hope that there is an update to this that is good news at some point in the future, because I am... She's taking this in stride, which is far more than I can imagine myself doing in the same condition. Yeah, I saw a, a video of her talking, like, I think it was, like, right after a race or whatever. Yep, the f- yep her last race before the IAAF's rule change went into effect. Yeah, and she seemed very, uh, not, I don't know what the word would be. She, it, it doesn't seem like she's letting it get to her, which is admirable. Yeah. It's funny because there was a, I'm sure, you, you may have seen it passed around, there was a, uh, an ad that she had done for, uh... Uh, was Nike the company that did Colin Kaepernick's stuff yeah, back? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so uh, it was a Nike ad that where she where like she in like during over like footage of like her running. It was just like her saying, "Would it be easier for you if I did not run?" Too bad. <laughs> and that's that I was go an buy ad. some Nikes. That was like an oddly prescient ad from the end of 2018. Uh-huh. But um. Well, I guess not oddly prescient because it had happened to her prior to that, but I digress. Um, you want to get into some fucking other less, some less agonizing shoutouts? Always. Um, so this one is, um, it, it's, I just don't really have much to say about it, but I just think it's cool. Um, Sanders, uh, has, uh, introduced a right to, re- is introducing a right to repair law platform as one of his policies, which, um, I don't know if you're aware, but, um, for example, uh, John Deere does not allow farmers to repair their own tractors. They literally have to take them to John Deere sanctioned repair places and 
like pay John, like just keep it all within the ecosystem. Bernie's just introducing a thing to bust up large agriculture for firms, reform patent law to protect from seed patents, and let farmers actually fix their own fucking equipment because John Deere just has a stranglehold on all of their shit. That's awesome. You know, yeah. not to not to be the Bernie bro, but that is something that I've noticed with Bernie is that there's so many issues with things in our country that I just have no idea about that he is like writing po- <clears throat> writing policy for it. Mm-hmm. And I just think that's good. And Sanders also uh, was with AO was it with AOC or was it a was it I did see I, I did see something with him and AOC, so that might be um, what... it was. It was something about like uh, putting an upper limit on uh, putting like extremely clamping down on the limit of interest that credit card companies were allowed. Yeah, to that that was him and charge. AOC. Um, so yeah, that's good. Um, yeah, uh, <sighs> he's not perfect, but he's, he's as good as we've got. He he's not. I like. And here's him, how he can win in 2016. Him and Warren are the two. That yeah. I I have any remote faith in like everyone else in the camp. Well, that's not true. I I from what I I haven't heard too much about Julian Castro, but I, I from what I have heard about him has been pretty good. I don't think he'll make it very far because he seems like a candidate with very little name recognition, and he's mm-hmm. not showing up very big on the in numbers. But I would like to see him at least make it to like the debates. God, this is this is not very related. But did did you see? I posted this somewhere on Discord. Uh, it was it was from Washington Post. It was just a uh, like a, a chart of polling data on favorability of the various Democrats running, and it was like thirty was something percent Biden? no preference. And was then the I think it was Biden like, was ranked at the top because they only did a sample size of like four hundred people, and they cut out <laughs> anyone who was under the age of like thirty. That that was something else. I don't okay. think that was Washington Post. Uh, this this Washington Post thing was just like. 30 something percent no preference 13 percent biden eight percent sanders and they just they just like made the bar like way bigger for biden than it actually should have been <laughs> so it was like almost as big as the third as the 30 something percent bar great yeah that's how sta- that's how statistics work i love journalism and numbers and shapes Ugh. um you want to talk about some fun news some funny no. some funny news um, so Delta Airlines, uh, oh, is coming down about some union shit. Yeah, uh, I'm they, sure every fucking airline is. Uh, so they, they sent out a, I can't, I don't remember the context in which this was actually shared. I, I don't, I, I imagine this is something that was like passed around internally at Delta that somehow made its way out. I don't, I imagine this is not something that they are just putting on their own walls, but what the fuck do I know? Uh, so here is the ad copy quote for quote. Union dues cost around $700 a year. A new video game system with the latest hits sounds like fun. Put your money towards that instead of paying dues to the union. Yeah, and then I I, I did see uh, there's a link there to a website. Called uh, don'triskitdontsignit.com? Yeah, a very punchy URL of don'triskitdontsignit.com. <laughs> uh, and that actually leads to freeform.tv, where you can watch all your favorite episodes of Secret Life of the American Teenager. <laughs> God, I just scrolled down and there's a a name tag that says like, hello, my name is, and then it says uh, IAM, which I think is a, uh, I believe that's a union of airline uh, workers, perhaps. IAM is the guy who wrote the James Bond books, so. Oh! Get it? 
I, I, I don't. <laughs> the the guy who wrote the James Bond book's name was uh, Ian. The fuck was his last name? With an N or an I or an M? I A N. Sorry. the The joke was that the joke was that his name is not pro- his name. Uh, the guy's name is spelled like Ian is, but it's pronounced Ian, and that was the joke. But it doesn't really. Okay, land. this like, is I am. Okay. Oh, M. okay. Okay. Oops. I can't find who this is, but I assume it's like the airline workers union. But it just, it just, I don't, I don't even understand what this is because it says, hello, my name is, and then it's, I am crossed out. And then it says Delta workers union. And it says the, I am will do anything to get your signature on a card. Yeah. Uh, knock, knock. A- who's there? I am home. I am home visits. <laughs> I am home visits. No, I'm home visits. <laughs> no, I am home visits. No. So that's funny. Um, I, if, Friend of the friend of the podcast Summer uh, posted a thing re, a, a thing from her company statement because she works for an airline. I'm gonna cu- I'm gonna ask Summer about this after the fact, and if she does not want us talking about this, we can cut it. Um, but uh, I, I'm not gonna read this entire thing because it's like four paragraphs. But here's the first paragraph: SkyWest Airlines has been a union free for over thirty years. Hmm. Good. <laughs> Sam, quick question. Is there anything that happened, like, in the air traffic industry maybe 30, 35 years ago that could have spurned this in any way, shape, or form? Um, maybe- I think if I remember correctly, they – what's the word? They they good regulated the industry? Yeah, they good regulated the industry by uh, just firing everyone who was striking. What a um, – <laughs> Continuing the paragraph, it is our desire to remain so. Today, SkyWest is standing amidst the ruins of a once proud industry. Hmm. You know, I wonder why it's the ruins of a once proud industry. <laughs> you know, I really can't figure it out. God. Also, our- the, the, we we should really really hammer in on this point, which is union dues cost around seven hundred dollars a year. Don't you think you should be? buying a video game console instead like union employees you get more than seven hundred dollars a year extra by having like uh collective bargaining and stuff like yeah like you you would be more than making up for that seven hundred dollars if that listen Speaking, speaking as someone who uh, got her switch stole her nintendo switch stolen from her uh a couple of days ago i would much rather be a member of a union at my place of employed than have a switch in my hands. I would like to have a switch in my hands again, especially my We're podcasting right now, Sarah. Okay, I would like to have a switch in my hands in about like an hour from now. But uh, <laughs> specifically the switch that I have because my copy of Bayonetta 2 was in it. I don't have to fucking buy that shit again if I want to play it. Um, but, uh, you know, I would certainly take a union over uh, another one of those. One union can buy many switches. <laughs> um, and now we just got uh, we got some uh, Ben Shapiro's in the headlines today. Uh, not to give him <laughs> no, any. He's not. <laughs> no, he's not. Um, no matter how much he wishes he was, he uh, he went on an interview with a BBC interviewer whose name I can't remember, and it's really funny. It, the the icing on the cake is that the guy who was interviewing him was like a Tory sympathizer, so like they're both on the right wing of like politics mm-hmm. but um the guy was just kind of like interviewing him pretty like not not even like putting his feet to the fire particularly harshly just kind of asking him some questions and ben shapiro just like 
stormed off in the middle of the interview and just said, eh, we're not getting anywhere with this. I'm just going to go. That's how you win a logic debate. Yeah. <laughs> and it oh, was just God. extremely, it was just extremely funny because someone, uh, someone pointed out that it, uh, it was, uh, <sighs> So a thing about Ben Shapiro is that um, American interviewers are very uh, stuck on the concept of having return guests in a way which prevents them from asking hard questions and being like hard and upfront with their guests. Like an exception to this is the interview, not interview, like the guest spot, I guess, that turned interview that uh, Megan McCain had on Seth Meyers late night show. Not that Seth Myers is a particularly incisive liberal or anything, but like he asked her a couple of questions about. I like, think, as far as hosts of shows like that go, I think Seth Myers is probably my favorite. I'll give him that credit. I'm trying to. Th- is Craig Ferguson still on the air? I like Craig Ferguson a lot. I don't. Yeah, I, I have. I have no idea. Yeah. Anyways, um, but that that was a very funny thing because he was just like, so Ilhan Omar like publicly apologized for for her tweets. Oh even- yeah, weren't people calling? It wasn't fucking like Meghan McCain's husband calling Seth Meyers anti-Semitic for oh, criticizing yeah. Seth- his wife. Meghan McCain's husband, owner of the what's the what's the Ben Shapiro website, The Federalist. Uh, there, there's like Daily Caller, Daily Wire, not Daily Wire, uh, Daily something. Maybe it is Daily yeah. Wire. They they all have the same name and they're all bad. I'm just gonna pull that up real quick. Uh, yeah, Ben Dominic, uh, owner of yep, it is the Federalist. Um, just like went into some severe meltdown, made bullshit, just calling Seth Meyers a litany of names because Seth Meyers said to basically said to Megan McCain, "So you got mad at Ilhan Omar for her comments about AIPAC. She apologized for it." And then after a shooting in, um, I don't even remember which shooting it was because that's just kind of where we're at right now. Um, after some shooting at uh, a synagogue that, um, uh, his, uh, she, Megan McCain's response was, yeah, well, this person may have been on the right wing, but we also have to look at the, the, the anti-Semitism on the left, like Ilhan Omar. And Seth was just kind of like, she, she apologized. You're still kind right. of he, he, ju- he just kept going back to like, no, she like she apologized. She said that she's going to be more mindful of that and that she shouldn't have said what she said, which she should have. But like, yeah, j- she just refuses to accept the apology as like meaning anything or mattering. And therefore, Seth Myers right. is uh, go on H Kip. <laughs> go on H Kip. Yeah. Um, um but yeah, just looping this back around to uh, Ben Shapiro, uh, fucking suck shit from a su- suck my shit through a straw, Mister Shapiro. I implore you. And then I, w- if you if you eat a pound of my own dookie, I will debate you, Ben. <laughs> uh, I will pay shipping. I will not pay handling. While we're while we're talking about Ben Shapiro, this is something I've been mad about for a while. And let let's fuck Ben Shapiro. He's a piece of shit. But yes. this is related to what we were talking about earlier. I'm so fucking sick of seeing people making fun of his height. Like, fucking find something better to make fun of him for. Like, short yeah. people exist. Who fucking gives a shit? Yeah. I do like the... I make do fun like of the him edits. for literally anything he's ever said. I, I do like the edits of his face being smaller, though. That's Charlie Kirk. Oh, that is Charlie Kirk. Damn it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you can make fun of Charlie Kirk for his face looking smaller than it does when it isn't, because that's not true. I I got lost in that sentence. Yeah, 
I don't know. How do you feel about that? How do you feel about the photo edits that make uh, that make Ben Shapiro like the photo edits where people are editing Ben Shapiro to appear at like waist height to Jordan Peterson? No, I mean I think that's still just like the joke yeah. is like, yeah. isn't it funny that he's a short man? Like, yeah, it's not. That's not funny or comedy. Like, it's yeah, just short lazy. Men, Make a good short, joke instead. Short, short men definitely do exist, and the uh, from from what I am aware, the like the highest demographic of short men is also uh, trans men, which are frequent. You know, love to have those caught in the crossfire as well. Right, like fucking that, that that didn't come that didn't come out right, but I think do you get what I mean when I say yeah, that? Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, it's um, it's just the same thing that we were talking about earlier. Stop making fun of people for their for their physical attributes because other people have those physical attributes who and start start making fun of them for the dumb shit that they say and do and the the dumb interviews they storm the fuck out of. <laughs> right, <laughs> there's there's so many things to make fun of Ben Shapiro for. Why are yep. you making fun of his height? Um, last thing. Jacob will watch. Jacob will watch. 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 I'm so excited for this because I've been hearing rumblings of Jacob Wall being on his bullshit again, and I have no idea what happened. So, did you hear what happened last week? No. Basically. Jacob Wall paid so, tried to pay someone. Oh to, yeah, 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 yeah. To, I did, I yeah, did the hear about story that. about Pete Buttigieg. Um, so Jacob Wall had a press conference at his buddy Jack Berman's house to address the reports about the Buttigieg hoax. Buttigieg was hoax. Jack Berman the like old old man that he said that he like worked with to try to claim that there was like assault allegations against James Comey or something like that or uh, uh, Mueller. I mean. Uh, that sounds right. Uh, let me just Google him. Jack Burke. Uh, sorry, it's Jack Berkman, not Berman. No, Jack Berman is also a young man. Okay. Um, <laughs> he's, okay. What, whoever he is, he probably sucks shit because he's working with, uh, Jacob Wall. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, they, they basically, they, they used a computer monitor for the, uh, in order to display mean tweets about the whole thing, I think. Okay. Um, they had the press conference displayed by an overly loud garbage, by an overly loud garbage truck. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 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 what? Why? And, it was, it, it, and it was just basically him quintupling down on it, despite having no evidence and and continuing so wait, this thing of is like his ul, his ultimatum to the Huffington. I think it was the Huffington Post was either release evidence that I did this, that I made this up, or I will sue you for a hundred million dollars. Oh my god! They and the, the deadline for that was I, I believe it's as of, I believe it as of this recording, it's tonight at midnight. First of all, that's Doctor Evil again. Second of all. These fucking people have bought into their own bullshit so much that they think that making fake sexual harassment allegations against someone is like a surefire way to own them forever. Because that's what every Reddit post says, and they think that it's true. So now whenever they want to own someone, they just make up assault allegations against them that are completely unprovable and go nowhere. And I don't know. And like, I, and like the thing is that like HuffPo does not really, because like HuffPo does not have like a tape or anything of this, but like they have no evidence to release. Um, and like, there's nothing to be done here by HuffPo. <laughs> right. Like, um, but anyways, so Jacob Wall should be in prison and I don't know why he's not. 
enemy uh, of the show because Jacob he's Wall. the son of a rich white man yeah yeah uh, Carol- caroline enemy of uh enemy enemy of jacob wall caroline is typing in the podcast chat that just says white rich um <laughs> thanks caroline yeah thanks for the reminder um youngest man to ever be banned from publicly trading on the stock market i believe it was yeah yeah oh love to see it pretty um, good yeah pretty smart it's, yeah it's great um do we have any questions this week Let's, let's check. I haven't logged um, into Tumblr in approximately five. Uh, so we got a couple of questions. Uh, Anonymous says Moby equals number one beastie boy. Thank you. <laughs> I know we don't like just read statements, but that one just kind of jumped did. out at me. That one kind of just jumped out at me. It's very funny to me. No idea what that means. Yeah, me neither. Um, was Moby ever involved with the Beastie Boys? <laughs> I don't think so. Okay. Um, and, and also, and yeah. also the, we, we just don't have any other questions, so I'm just going to read this other statement, which is from uh, Zvigs Delasas. Apologies for butchering. Apologies for butchering that. Henry Kissinger is duck duck going to die. Not a threat. Just like, just a secure web indexer. Thank you. Thank you. Um. Yeah. Uh. Do you want to get the Lightbringers? Yeah. Okay. Uh. I can go first if you want. Sure. My Lightbringer this week is an anime from this season because it's like four weeks into the new season of anime. So that means that I've been sticking with shows for long enough to have a recommendation. My recommendation is going to be uh, Fruits Basket. I didn't watch the first iteration of Fruits Basket when it was first airing or like in the years since because that's kind of just like a forgotten land, uh, like a forbidden time of anime for me. Like one that I am, one that I have considered just like forbidden, which I'm breaking by watching Code Geass currently, but I digress. Um, the new adaptation of it is really good. I was not expecting to like it as much as I did or as much as I do. Um, but it's, it's really good. It's really fun. I'm having a blast watching it. Um, it's really fucking pretty too. And I've also been told that shortly it will start to just rip out, rip my heart out of my chest and stomp on it. Ooh, like in The Simpsons. Yeah, like that. When the, in the, in the episode of The Babysitter. <laughs> I don't know. Sure. I don't know. I don't know why I said that. Comedy. Yeah. I, Sam, what you got? It was, it was just an association my brain had. I have really been enjoying uh, the podcast, The Shrieking Shack, mm. which is, uh, a while back, I was just, like, trying to find, like, a Harry Potter reread podcast by someone like me who uh, used to be really into the books mm-hmm. and now is just, like, a jaded asshole. And these people aren't assholes, but... They sure are jaded. They, they sure are jaded. Um, <laughs> they have... It's, it's, it's really good. They're funny. They're good. They're politically good from what I can tell. I know one of the hosts, ZC, is good on Twitter, if that... Entices you? Do you are um, you enticed by the host being good on Twitter? Well, then HKIP is not the podcast for you. Hey, Sam, we, you and I both know that I've never made a good tweet in my life. I've never, and I, I don't, I've never read a tweet of yours, so I have no idea. Oh right, for, I forgot Brooks is retired. Never mind. We don't have any good Twitter on <laughs> yeah, we, uh, Twitter we have, hosts. We we have no good. We have no posters. We don't have any posters anymore. <laughs> ten, ten years ago, we had Steve Jobs, uh, Kevin Bacon, and John Poster. <laughs> now we have Steve Jobs, Epic Bacon, and a poster. Wait, we don't have Steve. Do we? Do we still have Steve Jobs? Wait, Sam, you're not supposed to say that. No one's supposed to know about that. Oh shit! Fuck! Shit! Fuck! 
edit that out. No. <laughs> You're not editing. <laughs> um, yeah. So, uh, Sam, where can we, oh, yeah, find us everywhere on, uh, so, okay, hold on, I forgot how to clean up this show. Yeah, yeah, So, yeah, yeah. thank you for listening to this week's episode of Henry Kissinger's Pokemon Go Down Out of Threat, just a fact. Uh, we can be found everywhere, H-K-I-P-G-T-D, that is us on Facebook, that is us on Twitter, that is us on Tumblr, that is us on Gmail, that is us on Reddit, thank you to Reddit user Bisexual Punch Party for setting that up for us. Thank you very much to Matt GameCube and the noisespace.xyz. <laughs> Network for hosting this podcast and and I almost said hundreds of others, at least like fifteen other really it is really actually good actually hundreds. Yeah, um, the Jurgen is back. Uh, as Jurgen is back. Jurgen is back as of what? Uh, tomorrow, the day of recording. Yes, uh, on Saturday, Jurgen it will have an episode of of it. Nice. I I like the it's I love good the podcast. It. Um, yeah, uh, City Girls Make Do, uh, The Wonder Years, Island Shuffle, just so many podcasts. Go check, go check some of them out. It's a great go network. Check them out. Uh, thank you very much. New to... episode of The Stick. Ooh, yes, The Stick, the Homestar Runner podcast. Great show. Um, done by host of the show, Eden, and friend of the show, Dave. I. Uh... Uh, thank you to the taxpayers for the use of their song, Evil Men, off of the album Cold Hearted Town. It slaps. True. Big, big, big slapping. Ow. Um, if you donate, if you donate to our Patreon, $1 a month, $1 a month gets you, uh, patreon.com slash HKIPGTV, $1 a month gets you access to any bonus content. Our most recent one being, uh, I think our most recent one is still the Alex's Cut for Time, uh, which is a very good little, uh, short thing about racism in the fashion industry. Um, there is an upcoming, uh, extended, very extended light bringer about, uh, uh, a storm of swords. Yes. Yes. And now that I, now that I can finally record podcast again, I will, I will be, I think we've got me and Josh and Matt and Caroline. Hell yeah. And also, Patrick. There also may be a cut for time about just like retail experiences coming up soon. That one's oh still my God. Course, but yeah, I, I have stories. Um, $5 a month gets you shouted out on the show and your name read on the show and $10 a month gets you all that other stuff uh, and also uh, special user status in the Discord and also uh, fucking you get to listen to the show live. So thank you very much to Claudie DeFlua, Dr. Activisionary, Roan the Other V, Berg, Burgermeister, Fully Automated Luxury Gay Space Hellcat, Stephanie Ruff, Pregnant Seinfeld, David Besser, Please no Steppy. Alex Shao. Springo Zuma Kua Boingi Boingi. Jesus. <laughs> Six Armed Sweater. Cersei's Floor Map. Yes. Nick Vern. Alex Hoot. Dick Butt is the Real Jesus. Maximilian Rower. Tufster McGee. Kangaria. Bryant. Mogu. Nick Clarkson. Kadeho. Flo Siegel. Sophie. Destry Hawk, Siberian Pine, Hardwood, PR the Disaster, The Tallest Jew, Michael Weems, Surrey Jack, Non-Binary with Left Beef, Hank Hills, Hentai Hankering, Summer Geist, Dijonese, Actual Socialist, Elon Lamusk, Chaz Goblin, Paul Blart, Fleshcart, Evan, <laughs> Ollie Anders, and Ellen the Anarcho Lalandiest. Paul Blart, Fleshcart. <laughs> it's, it's cart with a K, by the way, in case you were curious. Oh, oh so it's a racing game. Yeah. <laughs> You Welcome to Paul Blood Flashcard. <laughs> Super Flashcard. Thank you for playing my game. <laughs>
Oh, it's good. Did you yeah. uh, did you shout out the Discord? Uh, yeah, we have a Discord. Join the Discord. I'm looking at a picture of friend of the show Stephanie's cat Looker, and God damn, what a good picture of Looker! He is just the littlest boy. Join the Discord to look at this good cat and yeah. don't talk to me. Join the Looker to look at Looker and don't fuck me <laughs> at me. He just said, "Join the Looker to look at Looker." <laughs> hey, do what you gotta do. Um, if you want to find me, uh, check out my other podcasts, uh, Fear Baiting, where I have a guest on to talk about a horror movie. Uh, coming up this week, we've got uh, Christine with friend of the show, Nick. And last week was uh, Shutter Island with a good friend of mine, Gage. Uh, there's also the Wonder Yerks, the Animorphs podcast that I do with friends of the show, Blair and Seda. And no and, that's my podcast. I'm on Twitter at SunHatZhenya, that's S-U-N-H-A-T-Z-H-E-N-Y-A, and that's it. Good. Um, uh, who am I? Uh, I think you're Patrick. I think I'm Patrick. I'm dropping hints that I'm Patrick. I'm Sam. Guess I'm Patrick. <laughs> Guess I'm Patrick. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at twitter.com slash uh, stress. Uh, you can listen to my podcast, Jergen It, about the secret life of the American teenager at secretlifepod.com you can what can we do sam i is there other social media that exists i mean tumblr's fucking i, I use no, tumblr, I've tumblr, been using tumblr a little bit more lately but i could plug my tumblr i haven't been on this podcast in a while i don't remember what i usually say at the end of this uh i think that's it so you uh, can skype you, me thank you for listening to i won't get episode. the message because i don't think Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Hermione Kissinger's Pokemon Going to Die, Not a Threat. Just a fact. Memento Pokemori. Memento Pokemori? Voy a la playa, voy a subir la marea. Eso. <laughs> <laughs>